Hello. 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 Hi there. Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com podcast. We'll be previewing all of the weekend's Premier League action on TV. I'm Michael Potts, RadioTimes.com sport editor, and I'm joined today by Mr. Matthew Ketchell from Match of the Day magazine. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, I'm doing very well. You know, I love this time of year. I love this time yeah. of year. Bit of Champions League football, bit of thunder. Bit of crispy it's, leaves It's a dramatic time. It's a dramatic time <laughs> of year. Uh, and the Premier League is continuing to heat up with another batch of, we have four games on TV this weekend. Uh, we'll just dive straight into it, shall we, with Brighton versus Spurs. It's on Saturday, 5th of October. Uh, it's BT Sport 1, it's 12.30 kickoff. Uh, Spurs, not the best of midweeks for them. They've had, they've had better Tuesday nights. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't so great. But Spurs have more points now than at last this time last season. So yeah. you know, perhaps it's not all doom and gloom at Spurs. Yeah, they're an interesting team. Aren't they? I mean, they, they've you keep thinking they've got it together. They've got it right again. They beat stuffed Palace before. They beat Southampton before, and and then just something like this comes along and sort of just seems it's it's one step forward, two steps back with with them at the minute. Mm. Um, they can't play off from the back. They just can't play off from the back. And I've, I've I've had this in my head for the last year or so. I've watched them a few times. Watched them, in, I think it was the North London derby last year. Watched them again last night. Um, and a few just scattered European games throughout the season. I, j- I can't see them playing off from the back well. I don't I've actually seen it happen once. Well, they, yeah, they, need a, they need a plan B, don't they? I think this is a, a Champions League hangover. I think them getting to the Champions League was their trophy. That was an amazing yeah. achievement, and it's as if yeah. they've won a trophy. And now that I think they're struggling to motivate themselves, and there's issues there with Ericsson, who might want away, and then massive underperforming players like Loris, who's been dreadful. Mm. He was he was making clangers last season, but yeah. Pochettino loves him. He won't he won't he won't take him out of the team. He's the captain, but he's making serious errors. Like I'd I'd be interested to see his stats leading to to goals, yeah. and then Aurier. Very poor, you know, unreliable player who uh, is a bit of a risk in terms of getting sent off and suspended. And then Sissoko, I don't get Sissoko. I'm a Newcastle <laughs> fan. So all I see is a player running and tackling. That's your job, mate. That's, your, that's what you should mm. be doing. But they've given him a new contract and they're, you know, they're playing him week in, week out. I don't think he's he's the answer. So it's a bit disjointed in the minute for Spurs. But I do think they'll be okay. They just need to not panic. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, it's catastrophe time. I don't think it's anything particularly... You know, massively rotten with the club. Just think, there's so many like like you've pointed out there. A lot of individual errors, and I, th- I think the other night we saw just just slack passing out from the back. Um, just you're basically giving it to Bayern on a plate. And when when they're finishing like they did the other night, that's obviously going to rack up a cricket score. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Larice looking like an absolute melon the other day mm. against uh, Southampton. That was something. What was, was like he trying to do glitch. there? I just think they've got to. It's a bit like Everton. I just think they've got to go back to basics a little bit. Just strip it back. You know, don't necessarily, um, you know, over elaborate. I think, I think, I think they've sort of almost got this They're complicated it. stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it get, like you say, Ericsson, people like that have just looked a bit off off the boil yeah. as well. But yeah, an, an interesting side. Um, I don't quite agree with this idea that Spurs have gone stale mm. um, in in terms of bringing in new players, things like that. I feel like that maybe so if that's over five or six years. But I think this is over what one season. We think this. This rot has mm. happened. Um, obviously, they got the Champions League final. Surely, having those players together can only yeah, bring it's, them it's together. It's mostly the same team. The, the team has 
the the spine of the team hasn't really changed dramatically, and mm. uh, they don't. They've only brought in who let's have a look at in Dombele, who I thought was great, and yeah. until he went off against Bayern, they were they were in the game, and then Sessegnon's still to come, who I think is a good signing. So keep forgetting about Sessegnon. Yeah, actually, but, um, he's he's probably not he's probably not far back. I know he had a little setback, so he's probably due to come back into the team soon. But but yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. This um, I was looking at the stats. Tottenham have failed to win their last nine away matches in the Premier League. Brighton have failed to win their last eight home matches so draw <laughs> let's go with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> no um, yeah we'll, we'll move on to Brighton actually mm. uh, again we, I feel like transition is the word we're just going to keep repeating over and over when Brighton are on TV um, they're moving from one style with Hutton to a very different style with Graham Potter but we all know how this ends mm-hmm. this all roads lead to Glenn Murray <laughs> it's yeah well <laughs> the, it's, it's all coming back to Glenn, Glenn Murray, Murray. I think they're persevering with Mopai. They're starting him. He's, he's getting minutes. He's not completed ninety minutes yet, so they're, mm. they're giving him the chance. They're starting him in game. So, I mean, in an ideal world, he he's, he gets he gets going. He has got a couple of goals, but yeah. uh, I think Pot, Graham Potter is it's admirable what he's doing. He's persevering with his beliefs and his signings. But at what point does he start sacrificing um, his beliefs to get yeah. wins and, and and long balls up to Murray to to try and win games? That's that's going to be the interesting thing with this team. Yeah, absolutely. Mopé was phenomenal for for Brentford. Um, Brentford are actually really struggling without him this year to to find the net. Um, and yeah, I, I guess it's just well, like you say, how long do you give people like that? Sort of, how, how patient are you with people like that um, to to get the best out of them before you turn to more reliable, if not the the style they want to play strikers? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. I didn't know that about a uh, Spurs away form, Brighton's home great. form, but it's not good. Um, I fancy Spurs. I fancy Spurs for this one narrowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Kane. I feel like with all the stuff going on with Spurs, we we sort of masked over how. Good Harry Kane has been recently. He's got yeah. he scored in his la- scored or assisted in his last eight games for club and country. Talismanic, um, yeah, fantastic. And and again, he's he, that's exactly the sort of player you need when you're in a bit of a bit of a dodgy dodgy patch. Um, yeah, fancy a little. I think one a draw. Nil. I'm going to go draw. draw? Stick with my. Yeah, I think it'll cancel each other out and get away with a draw each. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving straight on to uh, the Saturday evening game, which is West Ham versus Crystal Palace, Sky Sports Premier League and main event. It's a 5.30 kickoff. Um, West Ham, man, it's so good to watch. I mean, I'm really yeah. enjoying them. Uh, I know they had the, the setback against Oxford, um, but I'm, I'm loving, in particular, I'm loving Seb Haller up front. Mm. Hasn't quite found the net too often. Hasn't you know been the the man to assist the goals, um, but he's such a handful, yeah. like such a handful. Yeah. And the other day, his, his touch was phenomenal to, to drag it back for the goal. Yeah, um, think he's the real deal, like a robust Andy Carroll. A robust yeah, Andy Carroll, maybe. which is essentially whole, what you the want. Whole, the whole forward line looks pretty good. Yarmolenko just looks strong and powerful, fully rehabbed. Fornals and Anderson. And Lanzini, I think he's a quality player. He's been out injured. He's just ready to come in. So I think mm. they've got they've got three forwards and a, and a strong striker up there. So they've recruited really well. Fair play to them. Yeah, absolutely. And fair play as well, I guess, to uh, Sullivan and Gold, who have a bit of a reputation for not always being the greatest master tacticians behind a football club. But they've done well in in bringing, you know, they've backed the manager. That They've got in Pellegrini to start with, which that was a bit of a coup uh, in itself. Brought some big players in. They're really on the up. They just get, they just back their manager, don't they? Put their money where their mouth is, and they go big every every transfer window. It looks like they might have finally cracked it. Yeah, yeah, should be interesting. I guess top top six, top seven, sort of contention maybe. Um, top six might be a, a step seven, too far for them, but mm. certainly on the on the outskirts mm. of that. Um, and they're up against Crystal Palace this weekend at the London Stadium. 
Um, and, and once again, another experienced manager just getting the most out of out of his players, really. Palace just quietly going about it. I've got to start here. I, I believe only Arsenal, Liverpool and Man City have won more games in 2019 than Palace. <sighs> Some going. And, and it's gone under the radar a bit, that. They've, that. They're just kind of consistent. They got that win at Old Trafford. And, 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 and you can't even say Zaha's been carrying the team. I think he's just been, no. he's just been in kind of 7 out of 10. And it's been a, a really good team performance from, from Palace. And they're just, they're just going about their business. Yeah, well, that's probably, I've actually got Zaha's stats written down here. Zero goals, one assist. And that, and that one assist was last week. Mm. And, and yet they're sitting fairly comfortably yeah. in the top half. That's not a £100 million player, is it? It's not. It's not <laughs> a waste of money. Um, no, but... They, they're doing this without their main player, main player, you know, turning up every week and, mm-hmm. and knocking it out of the park, and without a real sort of recognised striker. I mean, they've got Ayu, who is all right. I mean, is, is he anything more than all right? Not quite no, sure. No, um, ben Teke, who, well, Ben Teke is Ben Teke, mm. uh, and Connor Wickham, who has vanished off the face of the earth, and that, that's it. That's, that's all they've yeah. got up front, and yet they're. They're pulling out these wins and, and strikeless system. And yeah, yeah. Cracked the four-six-zero with. Uh, but normally, I think <laughs> you, would look, you would look at this game and go, oh, "West Ham Palace." But actually, this is a really tasty game for for Saturday night. I think there's two informed teams here, a bit of London derby vibes. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Palace not the best record away from home, where uh, where you you probably expect them to maybe sit sit and be be fairly content for the point, and then you know maybe turn up the heat in the last that 15 minutes or so, but. Um, but yeah, I agree to two decent teams who will both see an opportunity for, for points here. Um, I'm going with a West Ham. I'm going with a yeah, narrow win. I think so. Um, but I agree with you. I think it's going to be a pretty tight one. Um, we'll see how that one mm. goes. Mm. Moving on to Super Super Sunday. We have uh, Southampton versus Chelsea on Sky Sports Premier League and main event. It's a two o'clock kickoff. Um, I'm actually going to this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just don't know how I've ended up doing that, but I am going. Um, yeah, we'll start with Chelsea. Uh, they, they won 2-0 last week, and I think that's pretty much the result they need. They, they need to start turning those, you know, 4-2, 5-2, 4-3s into... Into one nils and two nils, just pretty comfortable, yeah. clean sheets. There's something really satisfying about the the young, homegrown English players coming mm. through and just just you know landing on their feet and, and running and going with it and, and and really pulling out some big performances. Mount Tammy Abraham's Tamori, I love Tamori. Mm. He, he's like it's like he's the number one centre half at the minute. Who's going to play alongside him? You got Zuma and Christensen who haven't been great. Rudiger can't get fit. I think he is a mainstay now in the, in the in the heart of the Chelsea defence and they're just again another team that have I, I didn't I wasn't confident Lampard would come in and, and do as well as he has done but he's been great as well making brave decisions I've enjoyed his press conferences his interviews after the game he's he's, he's you know he's got a sense of humour and a bit of personality he's got a really good temperament hasn't he yeah. for, for a manager yeah um, and, and, and they've got Hudson-Odoi and Loftus-Cheeks probably a month away so looking really good Chelsea good for it take a little England development spot, yeah right? I like it uh, it's, it's, yeah I can't really add more than that, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loftus Cheek, uh, yeah, you forget about him, don't you? And, and Hudson Adoy's come straight back into it. He's he's already firing. Um, can't wait to see what he can do over mm-hmm. over the course of a season. Uh, but yeah, Frank Lombard stepped up pretty wonderfully from from Derby County, um, who are actually struggling without him as well. Um, yeah, Chelsea. How far do you think they can actually go this year? I was thinking about this because. Watched. I had the unfortunate of watching uh, Man United Arsenal the other night, hmm. and if we're saying those are their their main rivals for a, a top four spot, um, I, don't, I don't think they've got too much to worry about. Yeah. I, know, I know it's a, it's a transition year for them, and I guess if they finish sixth, seventh, it's not the end of the world. It's it's the start of something, not the the decline and the end of something. 
Um, but I, ju- I just can't see United actually putting together consistency and scoring the goals to get ahead of Chelsea this no, year. Well, my prediction was for, for Man United and Chelsea to both miss out on, on top four. Mm. I think Chelsea might get it. What will be interesting is how does that squad cope with the Champions League games as well? Because that's a young, inexperienced uh, European squad, basically, and how how they're going to cope when injuries kick in, things like that. So that that will be the big test. But they've made a great start and given themselves a good good early chance. Yeah, when when we're looking at just quickly looking at depth of Chelsea, uh, we've got Pulisic coming out this week, basically saying he's a bit frustrated um, mm. with not quite getting the game time. Uh, he's got a few assists in his six games so far. Um, do you think he deserves a bit more of a crack over somebody like William, who I'm, I'm not particularly sold on William? Mm, well, he's he's consistent, very consistent player, William, and I think Lampard's. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think the team are winning, they're performing, and until someone gets injured or has a drop in form, why would we put Pulisic in there? Just keep him on ice, like you say, if he needs him when the the Champions League comes around. That actually Pulisic is someone with vast Champions League experience, so he could probably get his chance there. And if he wants to get into the Premier League first team, do the business in the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they take on yeah, they travel to Southampton this weekend. Uh, nice to see Danny Ings getting on the score sheet a few times. Had a bit of an mm-hmm. injury-plagued career, mm-hmm. but um, he's turning up. Uh, Shea Adams still looking for that goal. Um, it's, it's sort of eluding him at the yeah. minute. Is, is the podcast ready for XG? Are you in uh, expected Ooh. goals? This is the, uh, the algorithm that, uh, that rates the quality of chances created. You so, brought your A game with a prep here, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Southampton, a fifth in the league for XG. So they're creating the fifth best quality of chances mm-hmm. in the league. But they're just, they're like, they're no one's there to put it away. Chadams is yet to. Is he yet to score? I think he's yet to score, yeah. yeah. So the, the, that's, that's, the, that's what they're missing. I think they missed a big opportunity away at Spurs, with Spurs being down to 10 men for such a long time. So that was a missed opportunity. They just need to, to get... They should be better than they are, something, basically. If they want to be a top 10 side, then they need to, they need to put away the chances better. Mm. I was thinking that they're almost quite a sad story, actually, Southampton, because you feel like the amount of players who pass through their doors, the, the ones they brought through from being children to um, <laughs> the players they brought in and... and you know, gone on a direct conveyor belt to Anfield. It's quite quite sad. Like, where does it stop? And and what I don't know. What is their identity in the Premier League anymore? I think there's a lot of clubs with that similar problem of just maybe making up the numbers, not quite challenging for top ten, not quite bad enough to go down. I, I They're think just it's sort a, of there, aren't they? I think it's a well-run club, something. And I think the the idea is they invest their money and just try and improve year on year. And and they've had a few a few kind of dodgy years and. It's it's like you say they just reap, reap the money for the the players they've developed and try and try and incrementally improve every year, but it's very difficult. Mm, absolutely, um, going with the Chelsea win here. I would um, say the same. Yeah, yeah I fancy them. To, like, you, you just love to see them in full flow and getting a few goals. You saw them at Wofford, the, uh, Wolves, sorry, the other day, five uh, two. Fancy them to put a few past Southampton mm, maybe this yeah. this weekend. Confident young team. Uh, moving on, <laughs> here we go. Uh, moving on to the late game on Sunday, it's Sky Sports Premier League, a main event, a 4.30 kickoff. It's Newcastle versus Manchester United. Um, it would be easy to sit here for an hour, catch, and discuss your beloved Newcastle. Oh, I couldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'd have to give you a very stiff drink, but um, that would be a treat as a Sunderland fan there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I think we've covered a lot of the issues so far, so we'll maybe we'll, we'll stick to a couple. Um Big Steve cancelling training after a 5 0 loss. I love this. That's going to do it. Yeah, let's get them in for less training. Yeah, you know what we need to do? Not as much. The mad thing is, after the we had a terrible performance against Norwich, lost 3 1, second game of the season, and they were hauling for training the next day and then went on and beat Spurs. So, wouldn't you think get them back in and, and, and uh, you know, work on, work on shape all week and. <laughs> 
uh, work out where people are playing and who to kick to when we get free kicks. That, that would be massively helpful. But but no, he's given given the day off. And the reason I like the reason for giving them the day off was because he was so angry with them <laughs> that he would you know he would just maybe hair dryer a second round of hair dryer yeah. after the, after the Sunday night hair dryer that he spared them that and given them the day off. So but it's interesting. Let's see let's see how it works out. Hashtag, I'm not, I'm not confident. hashtag passion from <laughs> Steve Bruce there. Um, another one. So Dwight Gill. He's sort of coming back into fitness, coming back into contention, no, maybe? No, not at all. Uh, Bruce hasn't seen him train. He oh, said. really? He, he's got a weird calf injury, uh, Dwight Gale, and uh, they, they're struggling to, to get him fit. And Bruce hasn't even seen him tra- train, he said last week. So <sighs> he's just way out of contention. So um, you're looking at Joe Linton and Andy Carroll for your, your forward options. Mm. Uh, is there any chance, I guess, of Gale, if he does make it back, Like, is he? could he be a bit of an ace up the sleeve for Bruce? Or Who knows? I mean, he's got pace. I think balls over the top. If you if you want to get, we could, we could do with uh, Lejeune back at centre half. He would get mm. the ball, ping diagonals. Shelby we know likes to do that. So balls over the top could be if you've got Saint Maximum, Gale, and uh, Almiron. There's some pace there up front, and, and balls over the top could be the one. But um, and, and catch teams on the counter attack. Wow, there's, there's, that's a bit of tactics. If you're, li- if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. Steve Bruce, then that, there's a, there's a tactical option for you because uh, we haven't seemed to display many so far this season yeah well I mean they could have <laughs> could have worked on that on Monday couldn't they really <laughs> but uh, no and they, they face Man United who are dealing with their own lack of spark um, so Marcus Rashford not 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 totally sold on Marcus Rashford mm. it's a bit of a controversial one maybe but just think he needs he sometimes looks so out of sorts and he's we know he's got so much talent we know he's got you know he's got that cracker of a shot in him and he he can change a game in an instant but overall i'm just not sure he's really got the consistency to to lead man united going forward it kind of reminds me of the theo walcott situation at arsenal a few years ago where they they, they gave him a new contract and said right you're playing as a striker now mm. you're playing through the middle and it just never happened and i think what we're seeing is it's becoming apparent that his best position is is wide of a of a three um, yeah. so and, and and i think that would benefit him in terms of england as well because he's not going to take harry kane's place as striker i think marcus maybe wants to play as a striker but i think his his mobility and speed and and, and footwork probably lend better to a, a place out wide so i think he's playing through the middle um, out of necessity at the minute because mm. there's no strikers they've let them go and uh, they've had injuries so yeah it's it's difficult he doesn't score much from open play either his freak is main yeah. cause has been penalties and free kicks so it's a bit worrying as someone who owns him in fantasy football. Um, <laughs> uh, it's 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 just not happening for him. And, and what uh, what hasn't happened is the, the the bad vibes at Man United. The worst start to a season in thirty years. Mm. Poor, isn't it? Mm. Very poor. And and this is the thing you can't really expect to play. I think we all think Rashford is older than he actually is, and we we can't really place all of that expectation on on essentially a young lad. <laughs> sort of, you know, uh, that's a lot of weight on his shoulders to to lead that that whole line by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, just think, letting Lukaku go just looks more strange each yeah. week that goes by. That's guaranteed goals have let go. Yeah, which is which is not. A go- I don't think Man United needed to let him go. They're not mm. a selling club, so he's an unconventional striker, I guess. Lukaku, he doesn't always, you know, you, there are games where you just want to shake him, but mm. um, but on the whole, like you say, he's guaranteed goals and a, and a, a bit of a. Um, something to ground the strike force with, you know, if, if Rashford is drifting either side of him, and mm-hmm. he's a bit of an anchor point for them up front, isn't he? Really, but um, but alas, he is not there any longer. Uh, one positive for United, McTominay in the United, middle. United, which one? 
Oh, not this again. <laughs> Manchester United, Manchester United. Especially United. with this fixture. There's no positives for Newcastle United. <laughs> um, no, Man United, we have uh, Scott McTominay in the middle. A uh, bit of a great, great strike the other day. Um, like to see him just grab the game by the scruff of the neck. I've probably used that phrase more times than anything else on this podcast over the weeks. But I just like a player who... You know, when it when it's a bit of a, a stale game, whether the team's in a bit of a, a bit of a rut, somebody who's just going to step up and and do something like you did the other night, doing what Paul Pogba should be doing. So putting putting Pogba to shame and, and fair play there, fair play mm. to him, young 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 hungry player. That's probably what Man United could do with at the minute. Yeah, good player to build their midfield around. Um, prediction for this one is just an awful awful game. <laughs> Can't really. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I know we're trying to sell this game to you and try and make you watch it, but. Um, I'm not seeing much from this one. I feel like United, Manchester be, United's yeah. lack of spark, uh, Newcastle United's lack of spark. I think it'll be goals. You think? All for Man United. <laughs> not not positive. I, I, it's difficult to convey how bad Newcastle are at the minute. And Man United really need to get, get some momentum going, get some wins on the board. I think they'll be hungry after a bit of a disappointing night on Monday. Mm. Although they, were, they came away with the point, I think they'll see this as a big opportunity to to get some goals, and I can see them winning by two or three. Yeah, I've got a note if, if Mason Greenwood maybe plays, might be his time to step up and, and mix things up Ooh, for United. Possibly that leads nicely on the fantasy. Um, I've got one one more thing about United. Actually, <laughs> sorry, this isn't a good one. A Steve Bruce stat. We all love a Steve Bruce stat. Um, he's managed teams twenty two times against Man United in his career, oh. yet to win. Oh, he's drawn five and lost seventeen. I remember, I remember that stat from how it is, and yeah. uh, he just he was hopeless against Man United yeah. every time. It's almost as if he's not a Premier League quality manager. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, this is your chance to prove you are a Premier League quality manager, Ketch. Okay. Um, Fantasy Premier League, how's it going? What's going on? Ooh, it's very middle of the road. I've, I need, I've wild carded, and it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't do the, the trick for me. So I just need to now get my head down till, till the January. <laughs> Window yeah. maybe I'm, okay, captain's picks is key in this game and I'm, I'm getting it wrong most weeks so that's where my issue is. Yeah, I've decided. So I've been sticking with Sterling. I've been pretty much oh. like sticking with Sterling oh, and right, trying right. to be as consistent as possible because there's a big game coming up from soon at mm. some point. Mm. I don't want to miss it. Um, that's not going too well so far. Uh, obviously, KDB is injured. Um, I've had him since day one when I got him when he was nine and a half million. He's gone up to about ten million now, so I'm not sure whether to, to sell, stick, stick or twist. He I might think make the, I'm going to keep. Yeah, he might. He could he, make the weekend. Yeah, he's he's listed as 50, 50, 50 on the official site. Um, I think I'm going to probably throw a sub in and hold on for now. Mm. So I'd recommend that, but. Um, but yeah, who, mm. who knows what's going to happen with Man City? He could be fit. <laughs> no, no, Guardiola. He could have sent him mm. to his Spanish doctor and yeah, uh, fit and ready to go again. Um, few defenders for you. We've got Eric Peters, third assist of the season. A couple of clean sheets to his name. Everton next, under five million. Mm. Uh, Cresswell, two games this season, two goals, both f- phenomenal goals. West Ham well. got some great fixtures. Yeah, as well. great strikes and great fixtures. Plenty of optimism around him. Um, and a cheap midfield option. Got Jorginho here. He is now the designated penalty taker for Chelsea following the Barkley shambles. Oh, yeah. uh, he's only five million. I'm not saying we should be starting him every week, but if you're looking for somebody to, to fill a spot on your bench, probably yeah. worse off. And look at their games. You've got Southampton away, Newcastle at home, Burnley away, and Watford. So that's yeah. a winnable game. A lot of tricky, tricky forwards as well who, not saying they're going to throw themselves down, but a lot of tricky forwards who, who might cause a bit of a uh, mm. problem in the box for, mm. for teams. Yeah, like it. Any shouts? For for Chelsea for for anybody I think I think Chelsea players so Tammy Mount 
Alonso, maybe, who was who's a yeah. fantasy football legend. I think yeah. he's, he's still he's going to come again. He's going to have one more good season. So I'm I'm thinking Chelsea with their fixtures coming up. Fair play, uh, and that rounds us off for the fantasy Premier League tips. Catch, could you show us what's in Match of the Day magazine this week? I could. Yeah. What 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 is the best league in Europe? Do you think, Michael? In oh, your I've opinion, got, I've got a <laughs> I've got a niche opinion on this. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're interested. I mean, I would say I would say Premier League probably takes it, but. My favourite, I love the championship. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I love the championship. Oh, wow. <laughs> For sheer drama, I know that's probably you quite your wrong footed there. You yeah, are I know. We dream of the championship. For sheer drama, championship, love it. Yeah. But well, anyway, that's, that's not that's what you were wanting. Well, so. no, that's our, that's our feature in, in this week's issue. Where what is the best league in the world? And we've, we've, we've stated the case for, for some of them. And we're inviting readers to go online and vote. And we'll announce the results in a future issue. And uh, we're also giving away some England tickets for the game against Montenegro, which is the England's 1,000th international. Oof, so that's a big big one to be at, at Wembley, if you want to win tickets for that. And I've got to show you this, right? Go We've done it. this funniest feature I've ever seen this season. What <laughs> He is presenting what, how, me with haircuts. <laughs> how footballers used to look. So we've got Eric Gates here, age 32. Yes. He looks about 47. Uh, we've got Brian Kilkline here. Kilkline looks like Ben Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed I, this before? <laughs> it's amazing. So we found these old pictures of footballers, and I think kids are going to be blown away by, by, by what footballers used to look like. That is... That is phenomenal. There aren't as many, there aren't enough Lothar Hubers around. No, can you believe he's twenty? <laughs> he's twenty four in that. No, he's not. Yeah, you got to pick pick up match of the day this weekend oh, and mate. have a look at Lothar Herbert on yeah. page thirteen. He is a twenty four year old. He looks about fifty seven. So if you take if you take one thing away from this podcast is that there aren't enough bald footballers, there aren't enough mustache footballers, and there aren't enough decrepit footballers. Yeah. Um, this has been the Premier League podcast for this week. Uh, come to radiotimes.com slash sport for all of your sporting previews. We have plenty on the Premier League this weekend. We've got World Athletics, we've got Rugby, we've got a bit of everything for you, so come and take a look. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.